Yeah. So uh, I have things to do too, Seth. We're both pretty busy guys. So um, maybe just cut the shit. Welcome to 20-somethings with Attitude, the Power Pod, Ranger Cast, the podcast where we watch old episodes of Power Rangers and hold them up to scrutiny. They in no way were intending. Form the head, I am your host and lead ranger, Andrew, and ears up, Jenny out is my co-host, Seth. What's up? Our third co-host, Joe, couldn't be here today because he went to see Thor Ragnarok with me last night, and that's basically all I'm ever going to get out of him. <laughs> uh, so today we watched episode 334 of Power Rangers as a whole, episode 41 of Power Rangers Lost Galaxy, Raise the Titanosaur, which originally aired November 19th, 1999. Captain Mutiny decides to unleash his most fearsome monster against the Rangers, the Titanosaur. The Rangers and their Megazords must combine all of their powers and give it all they've got to defeat this creature. Andrew, in a sentence or less, what did you think? Who cares? We are four episodes from the end of the goddamn series, two stories, two of our episodes away, and I don't care. I could not care about anything that was going on, and we'll go into each thing in detail, but I I don't care. My apathy outweighed anything else. And there's some fun rubber monster suit fights, but my apathy outweighed all of it. How about you? So I agree. However, I'm on the other side of this where, one, I don't care. It's too late for any of this. However, this felt like watching a Sentai show. The fights were fun because they're all Sentai footage and they were doing interesting. Like the Squabby fight at the beginning was fun. The Zord fight was more than just like call the Zords and then do the same goddamn thing. Like things were kind of happening. Story-wise, I agree. Who cares? As far as like, I don't know, if I like saw this on YouTube... Just like in the middle of my week, it'd be and like didn't really watch Power Rangers. It'd be like, yeah, whatever. That was kind of fun. I bet that's what Power Rangers is like. And then I'd move on with my life. If I just watched the mon- like the the monster fight or whatever on YouTube, I probably would like post that shit to Facebook and be like, look at all these goofy rubber suits. But like I said, my apathy at this point. If we did not start head first with all this bullshit about the ship. And it's engines and all that crap, which I got a lot to say about. Does that even do anything? No, but if it did, and that's why. Like, yeah. it's all nothing. But the, the episode starts with all that before the cold open. And fuck, I even think after the cold open, there's still a little bit more of that before we even get to the swabbies or anything. And by that point, I was just kind of like, I don't care. The swabbies came in and I was, there was a point, I'm not kidding, where I watched the swabbies and I went, I think I would care about this, but I just, I just couldn't. Like, I could not muster up any interest as part of a as part of a bigger thing as part of power rangers lost galaxy as a whole totally dumb stupid apathetic as little vignettes which is uh i'm not gonna lie kind of how i watched this that's how i used to watch it and i i i'm now more like you where i can't i can't or how you used to be where i used to watch it for the vignettes i used to tell you i sit here for the japanese footage and as long as the japanese footage is fun that's all i need to get me through the day and now it doesn't work anymore see in this one it, it worked for me i uh you interrupted a kingdom death monster showdown so we were like okay we'll put this on hold and like then we'll go and or i'll watch this episode we have stuff planned tonight so i'm crashing out my brother's tonight so i had to like pack and, and get ready and all that stuff so i was kind of doing that during the episode so like the beginning crap with the ship do we want to just jump in yeah let's, let's jump, jump in, in. 
So the beginning crap with the ship, I was kind of coming off like, oh, what are we going to do next in the showdown? And how are we going to handle this? And this is what we're going to do. And like, da, 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 da. And so I was just kind of half tuned in. Then when the Swabbies came, I was kind of on board. That was a fun fight. Then they started forming the Megazords and I went into the other room and helped get like laundry started and started packing. And then I came back out and there was like a fun monster fight on the TV. Like this is how I watched it, which is probably why my demeanor is a little better than yours um and why like as little vignettes and as little youtube clips it was a lot of fun for me as a part of a bigger whole it's i can definitely see how you'd be apathetic i can definitely like i don't care about any of the story things i said exactly what you said where hey look at this all all this fun rubber monster footage and all this fun japanese fight footage and these nice camera angles and choreography and people jumping in the air and swinging plastic swords at things like that's kind of what if they could put a story to that that i cared about this would be a great show. The problem is they can't, and the problem is is that they don't do that enough. And like, oh, it's not that they can't; it's that they won't. They won't. Because they can. Because yeah. I've watched enough Super Sentai that while I have not watched what is it, Ginga Man? Yeah. While I have not watched Ginga Man yet, I can I can definitely, with almost a hundred percent certainty, say that there's a good chance watching any episode you'll be invested in what's going on. Yeah, and I mean, were there stakes? No. Were there interesting story things? No. Did I really care about anybody? No. But I thought the music was good. I thought the fights were good. I thought, I mean, it worked in vignettes. And you were talking about how you, you were thinking about Kingdom Death Monster and all that kind of stuff. And I just kind of sat down and watched it and made That's a smoothie and some mistake. toast. And I almost, almost, as soon as it started up and they, they showed that, like, the opening scene was a Terra Venture and I went, fucking don't care. I almost booted up my Switch and I was like, I'll just play something while I watch. And I said, no, I can't do this because I know Seth is barely going to pay attention. <laughs> so I have to be able to run this. And it's the, like, that's the type of thing I used to yell at you for when you would sit there and play DS or, yeah. or whatever. It's hard. It is. And at this point, I was just like, I could just play the Switch and just kind of look up occasionally, and I could still contribute about as much as I could now. Yeah. The ends of the of that action is no different than not picking up the Switch, or not like dealing yeah. with Kingdom Death Monster, or packing, or what have you. Like The amount of problems that arise when you focus on it, as opposed to... It's funny, it's two different types of apathy. There's, I focused on it, apathy, where you're jaded, and there's... I just kind of glanced on it, apathy, where you're like, eh, it was all right. Like, I got little doses that probably worked and, and whatnot. But what were you going to say? So, unless you want to actually do a real discussion of the episode, here's how I want to do this episode. And it's it's called Plot Points Andrew Doesn't Fucking Get. Let's do it that way. One by one. So, first off, TerraVenture is losing power. We learned that last episode in, like, the closing segment or something. I do not remember that. So, sure. I... Don't know what's going on except that the engines are exploding. I don't care about this one because I don't care about anything going on with the Terra Venture. I, I don't like Colonel Stanton or whatever his name is. Admiral Stanton. Admiral Akbar. Whatever. The, that dude, I don't like him. I think I said last episode he looks like a dude that just walked onto set and was told to say lines. I don't understand this. They got into Lost... I might be wrong, because fuck if I remember anything about what's going on in this show. They got into Lost Galaxy by Deviant reciting like a magic spell, right? Yes. They magically entered there's the Lost a, Galaxy. The That's how it's lost. If if they're en- if they're in crucial, like, critical power failure and they, their engines are overheating or whatever the hell, why, when he says, like, one of them blows up and then he's like, divert the rest of them to half power, I said, why not just turn them off completely? 
You're not going to fly out of the Lost Galaxy because you don't know where you are and you got there magically. The Rangers, like, maybe this is me as a viewer knowing that the Rangers just need to find the book and recite the spell or whatever kind of bullshit magic MacGuffin nonsense to get out of the Lost Galaxy. But I thought, if you don't actually have anywhere to go, why do you need to go And trying to go there is putting you in more danger. Why not just stay adrift in the Lost Galaxy until you solve your problem? At least know where you're going. Yeah, like they knew the book. Saw, the book was the thing because the dudes were reciting the spell in front of it, and then the the uh, He Man guy came out. So I guess because maybe they're trying to find the book. Maybe, but I guess this goes back to thing that Andrew doesn't understand. Number two, Mike at one point has to hide behind some boxes to talk to Alpha. We've said this before. I'll say it again. Why the fuck are the Rangers secret? At least, if they don't have public identities, at least, why don't they have identities within the command of the Terra Venture? Why should Mike, who appears to be an important person on that ship, have to sneak away to go fight the giant monsters when he could just say, Hey, Stanton, monster's here. I'm gonna go ranger up. Why? If if the whole thing is the the Terra Venture is trying to fly out to find this book or figure out how to get out of Lost Galaxy because they don't know what the fuck's going on, why don't the Rangers at least uh, two? I don't think Leo works for them anymore. At least three of them work for the Terra Venture crew. Why don't they inform the crew what's going on? Say, hey, the only way to get out of Lost Galaxy is to find this book. Don't worry, we're fucking on it. Probably because turn off the engines. Probably because in the first series, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, they had secret identities. So now that's like a thing that the Power Rangers, like that's part of the Power Ranger persona. I know that's the answer, but it's not fucking good enough. No, it's not. It's, it's, it's not. It's, it's perfectly reasonable and it's the much better. Like every problem I have with the Terra Venture shit, not every problem, but majority of the problems I have with the Terra Venture shit, like a lot of the reasons I don't care, not that I care about the Rangers either because they're all faceless nobodies, which is another point we're going to get into and Andrew's points of shit he wants to talk about. Not that I, I care that much, but it would help me care about at least, like the Terra Venture is the thing I care the least about because it is so disconnected from everything else. And so when they're like, the Terra Venture is going to explode and I say, just turn off the fucking engines. Like you're not going to go anywhere. You're drifting space anyway. I just... And all the rangers need to do is show up and say, hey, yo, turn off your engines. You're just wasting fuel. We got a spell to get out of this galaxy. We're going to go find it. You can station here, and we will go out looking for it. Mm-hmm. We have means to leave the ship and travel through space and all that jazz. There's no reason for the Terra Venture to not stay in one place. They're not being chased by anything, as far as we know. If they are moving, like, it's not like they're moving out of... They're not being chased, like... I mean, I guess they're being attacked by Captain Mutiny, but... but that's what I was going to say. Mutiny is going to hit them regardless if they're moving or not. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. they're not being chased. It's not a oh, cat I and get mouse... You. Yeah, like, it's not a cat and mouse chase. They're just kind of, like, moving through an area and captain mutiny is moving through an area and captain mutiny always knows where they are so it doesn't matter if they move or not so i just can't get invested in any of this oh nobody can i we need to talk to the person who can we need to talk if there is one person out there who sits there and goes oh the terror venture stuff is really good and like here's why you need to be on the show you need to write us a message you need to write us a long email because there's no way that person exists even if anybody wants to play devil's advocate and like make up that person 
do it. I like I want to write I want to read the thesis statement on why the Terra Venture is a necessary part of Power Rangers Lost Galaxy. Hey, here's here's an open invitation to anybody that listens to this show. If you can come on to this show for an episode and it doesn't even need to be talking about an episode like we can we can we can do a special episode. Yeah, at the end of the season, we can do a special episode where you just come in and you don't even have to limit yourself to Lost Galaxy, but explain to us why we should care about a lot of this shit. But I want you to focus on Lost Galaxy because I, I literally do not believe there's anybody that cares about this Terra Venture shit. And you can make a compelling argument. We will be nice. I feel like, yeah, and, and I feel like we're not just like talking to a wall and you're just talking to like we're a wall, you're a wall, and neither of us are making – like if we can have an actual discussion where I can see your point of view and we can we can say our shit, you can, like if that can happen – Come on the show. I will at at the end of the show. I will get your address from you, and I will buy you the first volume of the Power Rangers comic book, and I will send it straight to you, free free of charge. I'll throw something in there too. I <laughs> I need I need to I need this discussion. Like it's the only way I can have peace with this show. Outside of getting Judd fucking Lynn on here, if somebody can get Judd Lynn on this show, that'd be it. That would even if he just came on here and when I say like why why did you write this why did why did you let this happen he just said I don't fucking know man it was a paycheck I'd at least be like we'd have confirmation <laughs> we'd have we we'd be solid in our resolve of we were right but we promise we'll be nice we promise that we will be uh, open and and accepting and. If if it ends with a dis- agree to disagree, that's fine. It's just we will not yell at you. We will not make fun of you. We will be good people. We're kind of characters on the show. We can we're, we're certainly better people than we are when we're jaded after watching an episode. But we really want to understand. I I need that thesis. So anyway, uh, thing Andrew doesn't care about, doesn't understand, that needs explained to him. Why? We kind of had this discussion again, but I I really want to bring this up. Why did they replace the Pink Ranger if they're not going to fucking do anything with it? Uh, and I mean this, she out- could not be there. But here's the thing: she doesn't need to be there. And and granted, I thought this before there was a scene of all the Rangers sitting in a room together. But she actively does not truly participate. She says one thing, but you need you a body. Still, you, you don't need, though. You need a you, husk. You do. You you don't because you can't the have the group anybody table can put, scene without her everybody anybody can put i know what you're doing but no but i'm anybody, serious i'm serious you don't need her you do not need the the girl that plays kendricks to show up at all you know how long it's been since we have not actually seen uh memorable characters everybody Carone, we have not actually truly really seen Carone outside of the one scene where they're all sitting in a room together, which did not need to be filmed. It was not a necessary scene because it's a scene where Kai discovers three times he like has this epiphany three separate times and forgets that he already had it about attacking the castle on the on the monster's back. It doesn't fucking matter though because the castle's not there the next time they fight it. Like it, it's a completely unnecessary scene. So you know what? That doesn't even fucking count. She's you do not need the actress on set. You can have any fucking asshole record her lines for the Japanese footage, and you can put any fucking stunt double in her costume. You do not need her on set. The only time Corone has actively really been on set is the episodes dealing with her suddenly becoming a ranger. And that's a total of, like, three, maybe. I agree you, with you. Like, like, I get it. I get it. The actress couldn't be there, and so they wanted to replace her on the off chance that they needed the actress there. They have five rangers. 
But it's something like they're still paying her the full full yeah. rate. She's still in the credits as, and that's that's a good thing. I'm not saying they shouldn't be doing that. Like I understand the reasoning behind it. But when it when it comes down to it, and and how how apathetic I am towards the show, and how apathetic the show is towards itself, you do not need her there. You do not need Leo there. We haven't fucking seen Maya outside of just standing around in the background where she doesn't actually need to be there. In for fucking. Ever. The only ones we ever really see are Kai and Mike, because they are always part of the Terra Venture crew, which granted, Kendrick's was as well, but you honestly still could film scenes without her there. And Damon. And and Damon. Those are the only ones we really see do anything of what what comes to the closest to importance on this show. That they I, I that mean, they I wholeheartedly quote agree. unquote need to be filmed with their masks off. They need those actors there. Maya, Leo, they don't fucking matter. We haven't dealt with Leo, again, outside of the episode where he fell down with uh, Caron. They have, like, small reaction shots every now and then. Yeah, but we haven't actually had an episode with Leo being Leo. I guess we had the, episode, the, the clip show where he and Damon were tied up together. But in that episode, you don't need anybody else. Yeah, so at that point, you could switch him out with whatever actor you can get on set. This is a, like, there's no way all five of them are on set all the time. No. Like, these episodes are filmed with two actors at a time, and that's it. And and then that, that's what I'm getting at is, and this this is less like, why the fuck do you, you replace uh, member of characters? Uh, why do why the fuck do you replace uh, Kendrick? <laughs> I still couldn't remember it. And more, Kendrick's died. Like Kendrick died, and who cares? Yeah, and I mean like, that not just like an like I don't fucking care. I mean on the show. You wouldn't fucking know it. Kendrick's died sacrificing herself. And you know what we do? We sit here and we go, uh, who, uh, Kendrick's, that's it. Like, what the fuck? And again, they, they take the time to replace her with someone who should be an interesting addition to the show. Just she the should body. be the most interesting thing to happen to the show. And in the end, she is just a fucking body to appear on set. They could have done what they did with fucking Jason and Zach and Trini, where they just film someone else from behind with a goddamn wig on. It amounts to the same fucking thing. Because by choosing, like, if they had, I would be less furious if they had just replaced Kendricks with so-and-so. Look, it's another person. Her name's Maria. Whatever. But they chose Corone, who has... A backstory and and has something that should be a forward momentum for her character. She should have several episodes about her. We should we should care when we see her on set. And instead, she's just a fucking body. In this episode, it's the first time we've seen her on set that I can think of in a while. And all she does is just say one line of like, I think it's she says something along the lines of like, who knows when he's going to attack again or something. Like she says one line. She sits in a chair while Kai. Walks around and says shit, and, and, and Damon, Kai and Damon are essentially the main leads of the show now. Damon talks to Mike on a video screen. Leo plays with a deck of cards. Maya doesn't, doesn't say a fucking word. She just sits there in a fucking jungle gear. Yeah, she does absolutely just, nothing. And she has not done something in a long, 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 long time. Like, I get, like, I think you're just, like, the apathy is, you're just so burnt out at this point on your end. But, like, this... Oh, I was in your position about 20 episodes ago. But, I mean, like, knowing how angry you got in season one, back when there were actual characters yeah. 
as much as Power Rangers can get actual characters in fun clips and a plot I could follow. Like, teen plots were stupid, but I could follow them, and I was at least interested while they were happening. When they were over, I thought they were dumb. While they were going on, I thought they were dumb, but I was I was invested enough to watch it happen without wanting to tear my face off. Like, There's something happening. Like I don't know how you haven't killed yourself. <laughs> like, with how angry you got before and how angry this is making me, I'm the apologetic one. <sighs> so we get a bunch of giant monster fights. I don't understand what was happening. Captain Mimi somehow I mean, has to summon. He sends his first mate to like summon his ship, his 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 dinosaur. I don't think so. I think bar by bad. He says like this is the location, and then that they do something at the sea that makes it pop out of the sea. Oh, I thought he was. But just wasn't like... it flying in space? Okay, are they on Terra Venture at that point? Are they on another planet? They're on Terra Venture. They're in the ocean. So, dome. so he was in the ocean. So his ship was inside the ocean dome on the Terra Venture. Yes. <laughs> Sure, whatever. Who fucking cares? Baby show for babies. Babies don't think that. So they have a fight. It's whatever. I mean, like, like, here's the thing. The Japanese footage was fun, but I just, at this point... The Swabby fight on the beach was a lot of fun. They all jumped through the air and did things. They got the the Lights of Orion stuff and did more things. It was interesting camera angles. It was interesting choreography. I liked the Swabby fight on the beach. I did not care one way or another, especially because when Deviant shows up and they're like, it's Deviant. And I went, the fuck are you doing here? Like, I know he's been, he's like shown up in like two other episodes in the background, but I just, I don't care. Like, I don't, I don't care about Captain Mutiny. I don't care about when Captain Mutiny and um, his first mate are playing Chinese fire drill with the steering column for the castle. I don't care. And like, here's the thing. In a goofy children's show that knows it's goofy and it's just for funsies. I love the idea of a giant dinosaur with a castle on its back overheating for some reason. On a show that wants me to take itself seriously and its its threats of the Terra Venture overheating and all this shit. And then the giant dinosaur overheats and everyone treats it like that's a thing that makes sense to the point that Kai has to have 700 revelations about it. It's fucking stupid, man. Here's it's fucking thing. dumb. I don't know what I did for this episode. I was able to watch this episode in a bubble that I assume will never, ever happen again. And my brain, I don't know if it's just like PTSD or what, but my brain protected me. <laughs> and like, I don't know how, but you're complaining about all this stuff that I'm like, oh no, that was a lot of fun. My brain protected me and made me, and I think made me watch this episode as like, we, we always talk on this show about you know, if this if this was part of a better show or if this scene was part of a better show, like my brain protected me and made me imagine that better show. And I was able to watch this episode as if all of these things were paying off. See, and, I, and that's what I used to do. And I did like, it's awesome. I did it. And, and uh, yeah, the story is stupid, fucking dumb. But you're sitting on your side going, you know, in a better episode or in a better show or or if I actually cared, the castle overheating is fun or the the first mate and Captain Mutiny like switching, playing Chinese fire drill with the, the steering column or whatever, the boat wheel, uh, that'd be fun. And like my brain helped me <laughs> and it was fun. It, it was like everything. I mean, that's going to be our discussion for the rest of this episode because like I said, that was me several seasons ago. You would sit here and go, this is all fucking stupid. And I said, yeah, but, like, didn't you watch that clip? And you're like, yeah, it was neat, but it's all fucking stupid. It doesn't fucking make sense. 
And now I'm the one going, it's all fucking stupid. It doesn't fucking make sense. And you're like, yeah, but it's cool. There's rubber monster suits. And I, I used to be like you, Seth. It's and cool. you used to be like me. And I don't know what happened to, to get us to completely switch. And I wish we could both be on your end. Yeah, no, It's not fun awesome. when we're both on my end. I, we'd have a lot more fun. The, I had so much fun with the earlier seasons because I just watched it as a means to watch Japanese clips. Yeah, like that's kind of... Like that's the mindset I need to get back into. I mean, it worked for me today. I There was, like, music happening, and then when the... I will say I do not like this American orchestral music. I actually kind of missed the, the crazy, terrible, like, rock music. I didn't mind it. I don't know. It's, it's the same couple notes over and over again, and it gets old really, really fast. Like, it's the same song for every single well, Yeah, fight. but it's like a, a YouTube clip. <laughs> again, yeah. <laughs> if you're only watching that one fight, fine. But in the same episode when there's, like, three fights and it's playing the same fucking music with the same swell at the same point It was fun when fight. he was coming out of the water. And I think when the, when the Zords were being destroyed, I think it was working well. But, like, when the Zords are being destroyed, now you and, and yesterday me sit there and go, this is fucking stupid. It doesn't matter why. It's like, if this was like a thing that was built up or if we saw these things and like they actually felt like they were a part of like the ranger mythos or whatever, then like this is a cool scene. Whereas I was just able to watch it today and be like, oh my gosh, like the Zords are being like savagely destroyed and Captain Mutiny's doing a thing where everyone's like, oh, you're overheating. And he's like, I don't care. We're almost got him. And I was like, oh my gosh, he's actually going to like push his like any other season. He'd be like, all right, yeah, it's going to, we got to leave. We can't win. I was hoping that the monster would just explode from underneath his castle. Yeah. Um, from, like, overheating. It's fine because I like Titanosaur and he does more things. And we get the nice scene of the Swabbies, like, unscrewing a giant screw. <laughs> so that they can unhook from his back? Yes. That was, again, that was something that I was like, this should be fun. But, again, I was, was. I was watching it as a clip in of itself. I, I loved it. But as a clip built around a show where I'm supposed to care about the Terra Venture overheating and it wants me to take itself so seriously, I was like, this doesn't fucking work. My brain tricked me into thinking I was watching a dubbed version of the Sentai show. No joke. Like, everything was working. I felt like it was part of a better pe- uh, part of a better whole. I thought, like, I felt like things were paying off in the show that didn't, because I watched a show that ha- doesn't exist. I, it worked. And I can't say any more than that other than that I had fun and that, like... We got to see some fun squabby fights. We got to see some fun rubber monster. I love the Titanosaur design. I love when he's I like popping at it. It doesn't make a fucking goddamn motherfucking so, piece of looking shitting sense to burst out of the sea and the ocean dome on the Terra Venture. But damn, if it's not a fun scene where a giant monster, which I like the design of, comes off, there's a rubber castle on his back that kind of wiggles a bit, and then he like does Godzilla beams. And there's some nice orchestral music, and then it overheats, and the Swabby's got to unhinge it, and they got to, like, hoist the screw off because it's so big, and then they leave. This is all fun stuff. Fun enough where I went, I should draw this fucking Titanosaur, because this is, like, a fun thing. A couple years ago, I did that Godzilla piece. I should do a fucking Titanosaur piece, because it's a great design. And then I saw a Swabby, and I was like, I should draw, like, a Swabby. That's my little non-rant, my happy rant. What's a happy rant? Is there a word for that in the English language? Yeah, but I can't think of one right now. Um, gush? Gross, dude. Well, I was, first I was going to say joygasm. <laughs> <laughs>
I didn't understand what was happening during the Zord fight, though. Like, he destroys, he, like, tears off the arm of the the rhinoceros zord and i thought this was since we were so close to the end we usually get the thing where they have like 27 zords and they finally knock them back down to two they do that in like every season where all the big zords get destroyed i thought that was happening but the very next time we see the rhinoceros zord it's fine i thought they just weren't going to summon it or it would come back with one arm that's completely cool hey i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna cut you off here for a second just because i'm looking this up dictionary.com actually i guess i'm on thesaurus.com main entry rant do you know do you know what the antonyms are rave be quiet. <laughs> Hysterical. I also didn't understand. He 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 hits the, the the Megazord and then it falls apart into the the individual beasts. Yeah, that's and then fine. The, no, I'm fine with that. I just didn't understand because the next fight, the individual beasts are there, and this is the most fun I had with the show. Was the the rubber the rubber Galacta beasts with the little fighting the rubber giant monster. Uh, especially the part where the condor that's not a fucking condor was like held up by a string and flew into him. <laughs> it's fucking hysterical. This was fun stuff. And the, the the monkey's weird run and the fact that everyone has an action figure on their their heads. No, that was all fun. I, did, I couldn't understand if when he broke them apart the first time, if they were unable to form the Megazord again, but then later on they just formed the Megazord again. So I didn't, and if there was a line explaining it, I missed it. I don't think there was a line. I think it's just... Because I thought, why the hell would you just fight them as your individual Galactabeast and not even, like, their metal Maybe there's a time warrant or something. Maybe they were, like, so weak Again, and they Again, all had you to... need is a line. Instead of Kai having the revelation to attack, attack the, the castle, castle. That, that doesn't fucking matter because that castle is no longer there. Instead of having that scene, we have, have to a hold scene where they say we can't, we can't... to gain strength. Yeah. Why, why not just say that? Um, it was nice seeing the what's it the Toro Zord or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was nice seeing that again. I actually don't think we've seen that since Mike joined the team. I think we have, but I don't know. But it was fun. It was fun seeing all the Zords, uh, rubber monster fights, giant Zord fights. It was different. There were blasts. They were all doing. They were, they were like, yeah. They were when all he was doing things when the Zords were like surrounding him and he was just kind of bumping into them. That was fun. I like when they blow him up at the end and then it shows the city and it's all just on fire and they're like, "Yeah, we did it!" And I'm like. Warehouse Everyone is dying. Bubble. Warehouse <laughs> district. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it was fun. I just, I could not care about anything. And the closest I came to enjoying it was, was when everybody was in a rubber suit. Mm-hmm. Except for Mike. When the monster's in the city, it's fun. When you, like... Like, that was all fun stuff. I just, I was so in a better show, and angry this is during like, the rest of it. This is a ton of fun. Because even, we always complain about the seriousness of... Power Rangers juxtaposed with the inherent goofiness of it. And, you know, I was reading some Power Rangers stuff uh, last week, I think, and everybody, a big reason, it seems, that people like Power Rangers is because of the cheesiness. And we've said before, our problem with the cheesiness is that it's... Is juxt- I'm lactose intolerant. Is that it's juxtaposed with an unnecessary super seriousness. Yeah. And not in a good way. Like, Riverdale has a cheesiness juxtaposed with a super seriousness, and those two are inherently linked to each other. The cheesiness works because of the super seriousness. Here, the super seriousness detracts and and distracts from the cheesiness, tongue-in-cheek, scenery-chewing. But in this episode, while it was like a serious, quote-unquote, serious thing where, you know, the Zords are going out and things like that, it felt like it knew where it stood and what was happening. I don't disagree with you. And I mean, but that's like one of my biggest problems with this back chunk of Lost Galaxy is we introduced the Captain Mutiny, who's great. I can't fucking stand him now, though, 
because he is at odds with everything else in the show. We get the serious scenes of everyone worried about the Terra Venture and will they ever get home and their engines are failing and everything. And then we get Captain Mutiny, who's yes. a big fucking goofy pirate man who says swabbies and talks in a pirate voice. And he drives a castle on the back of a giant dinosaur. And no, I agree. It, the Terra Venture stuff ruins the show um, in the last few episodes. Because the Terra mm-hmm. Venture is that super seriousness that is unnecessary and detracts and distracts. Yeah, I think we kind of hit everything. I I had my little freak out. You fucking had my be quiet. The shows. Out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You uh, you had your little thing. We've completely at this point one hundred percent switched roles. We'll see if it carries over to the next episode. Probably uh, not. But we've we've got two fucking episodes of our show. How pumped are you left? for watching fucking an hour of Power Rangers? <laughs> that three parter. Uh, ugh. No, I'm not looking forward to that. If nothing else, the finales are always where we have a lot to say. I guess that's true. And I mean, we haven't seen fucking Scorpina or whatever her name is. Oh, yeah, probably Trakina. Yeah, we haven't seen her in a million years. Anyway, freeze frame and credits on the engines are failing or some kind of. Oh, super I do want to touch bullshit. on that before we move on to two put ups and a put down. I don't remember the engines failing at the end of the last episode. The engines don't affect anything at all in this episode. Who fucking cares? We just get a bunch of scenes of Damon running around telling people to do things they're already doing. Yep. So two put-ups and a put-down? Yeah, two put-ups and a put-down. You go first. Um, Swabby fight on the beach. Fun choreography. They're all jumping through the... Like, remember how we were talking about how nice it was to see Mike in his Toro outfit? And uh, he just kind of, like, mows down Swabbies? Mm-hmm. That's what we got in this episode, only with everybody. It was fun stuff. Second put-up is going to be... Uh, I'm going to say the city fight with Titanosaur. I think that was I think that was better than the beach fight with Titanosaur, but I liked them both. But I think that's going to be my favorite. My put down is going to be the Terra Venture stuff because it's unnecessary, it's nonsensical, it's too serious for what the show is or should be. My phrase of the day is detracts and distracts. My first put up is going to be all the rubber suits smashing into each other, specifically when the condor is, like I said, it's held up by like a string and they just swing it into the titanosaur. It's delightful. But the gorilla has like a goofy sideways run that he does. I I love those those giant rubber. Like they're terrible looking. They're absolutely horrendous looking. But I love the fact that every time they move, everything is jiggling and it's hysterical. I love that. Uh, my second put up is going to be when all, what, four, four Zords? I think there's four. I don't know. However many Zords there are, it's four or five. Uh, when all the Zords, the giant Megazords show up and, and they all fight the monster, that was all pretty fun. And I always, I always am a sucker until, you know, if it, we're close to the end of the season, so it doesn't look like it's going to be doing it, but a, a, several seasons towards the end have been having too many fights with a million Zords where you're just like, who fucking cares? Mm-hmm. Remember when Tommy had like 17 Zords that were just his? Yes. Yeah, I get sick of that kind of stuff, and I really love towards the end when they start ramping up the danger by destroying Zords, and I was kind of hoping that was happening in this episode, but it didn't. But I do love fights with with all the Zords. My put-down, I kind of feel like my obligatory put-down has to be that's not a fucking Condor, because I've said it every time we've ever seen that thing. But my big put-down is the super serious stuff with the Terra Venture just does not work. Like, I do not care about anything involving it. Especially since, like I said, the biggest problem with Power Rangers, well, one of the biggest problems with Power Rangers is the secret identity shit that doesn't need to be here. And this this season is the one where it needs to exist the least out of ever. Mm-hmm. And it's actually like a hindrance that they are not 
Yeah. Like, it would be so more interesting if they exist. were a part of the Galactic Strike Force or whatever it is. Yeah. So, my big my big put down is is the Terra Venture shit and all the super serious bull crap. Okay, some quick house cleaning before we get to the Japanese counterpart and what episode we'll be watching next. You can find us online at oncemorewithattitude.tumblr.com. We post new episodes and extras every Monday. Uh, you can also tweet at us at 2SWAPod. If you like us and think we're two funny guys, you can also read a comic we work on, Ragged Rider, Tales of a Cowboy Mummy. Cowboymummy.com will have all the info you need. Also, the whole first issue, a whole bunch of shorts. We're in the process of doing a version two. So whenever that comes around, you'll see that there. And now on to the Japanese counterpart. Seth, why don't you give us a Japanese counterpart to... I can't even think of a fake name for this one. We have two. Chapter 41 and 40... Two of Seiju Sentai Gingaman, Chapter 41, The Revival of the Demon Beast. With Titanic's revival at hand, Gingaman head forth to stop the Demon Beast, as Hyuga and Bukrates likewise try to stop Zahab before he can destroy the Earth. I love the name Zahab. I do too. It's the laziest slash best, like, pirate ship captain name. It's so, there's so little effort put into it, and I kind of love it. Uh, and again, we have Chapter 42, The Horrible Demon Beast, uh, and this one... With Ryuma taken down by Zahab, Hyuga and Yuta must work to save him as, or as the rest of Gingaman must stop the rampage of the massive Titanics before it destroys everything. Cool beans. Next time we're going to watch uh, chapter or episode 42 of Power Rangers Lost Galaxy, Escape the Lost Galaxy, in which I assume Barbarax captures several citizens of TerraVenture to work in the slave camp including Mike, Leo, and Kai find a way to reopen the portal back to their universe, but TerraVenture can't move fast enough to get through it. Mike frees the slaves and then forces the portal open and Defender Toro Zord, sacrificing the Zord and his powers. In the process, Mike survives and the original Magna Defender spiritually comes to Mike to thank him for fulfilling his original legacy. That's what I think is going to happen. I don't think you're right. How about it's not worth it, but damn am I pumped for the original Magna Defender to spiritually come to Mike and thank him for fulfilling his original legacy. In his spiritual form? It's not going to be good at all, but it should have been. It should have been? It should have been. It should have been if it would have been. As usual, I watch these on Netflix. I watch these on TV. And I've been your host, Andrew, and appearing to me in spirit form, thank me for continuing his All This Is Bullshit legacy. Thanks for continuing my legacy, Andrew. Now please just wake up. Here's my co-host, Seth, and join us next time we do this once more with Attitude. I gotta go kill the butcher. Andrew was an idiot, and last time we played Mario Party 3, he thought it'd be a great idea to put a computer player on fucking hard. No, that's, that's what, what you, you do. do. See? Yeah, no, he agrees with me. <laughs> <laughs> three We're such good friends, Andrew. Seth, Seth just agreed with me. He I didn't just agree with you. Do. I said yeah, the literal exact words, words you did. He said the literal exact words I did. Oh my god, that's not what you do. Yeah, you put you put you take Peach or Daisy and you put them on easy so they're a moron. And then ninety percent of the time it's Donkey Kong, you take Donkey Kong and you put them on hard and then you just scream at the game because Donkey Kong cannot be defeated.